Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cold Feet Podcast. Join our journey as we interview people in this cold plunge and we delve on the adventure of holistic health, athletic development, barefoot education, washing the norm, and so much more. So dive in, grab a hot cocoa, and enjoy the episode. Before we start our podcast episode, we would like to give a brief shout out to our podcast sponsors. Most shoes harm your mobility by over-restricting your foot's natural movement. With the Ursus from Barefoot Athletics, a shoe designed with minimal restrictions, your feet can move the way nature intended, so you can move with more confidence and strength in every step. Barefoot Shoes was founded by Chris Duffin, who attributes proper foot biomechanics as foundational to his success in squatting and deadlifting over 1,000 for reps. He created Barefoot Shoes to provide a minimal shoe designed for strength athletes. Go to barefoot.shoes slash TBSR to check out the Ursus and you can save 10% with the code TBSR10 to purchase the strongest minimalist shoe available. As a gym owner, I usually lift barefoot. When I can't lift barefoot, I love lifting in my barefoot shoes for both the health benefits of lifting barefoot and the increased ground feel I have in all my lifts. You don't need supplements to build muscle, lose fat, and get healthy, but the right ones can help. That's why over 350,000 fitness folk have chosen Legion. Well, that and their 100% natural products, their clinically effective ingredients and doses, and their no-hassle money-back guarantee. I've been following Michael Matthews, the CEO of Legion Athletics Journey, since 2012, and I am super duper impressed with their supplements. They have a wide variety of everything from protein powders, pre-workouts, post-workouts, omega-3s, and bundles. And you can save a whooping 20% with the discount code HABER, H-A-B-E-R. So just log in to legionathletics.com, and the discount code is HABER for 20% off. Earthrunners are some of my favorite minimalist sandals. Earthrunners were created to rewild our lives in response to the typical modern domesticated lifestyle, which is causing numerous health, psychological, and social issues. Through rewilding and grounding, we aim to bring stronger, healthier, and more resilient individuals and communities back to our society. If you're not familiar with grounding, grounding is exposing your bare feet or body to the earth beneath you. And if you're unable to do that, you can ground with sandals like Earthrunners with their unique copper plug and copper laces. Grounding has a huge display of benefits such as reducing inflammation, improving sleep, and improving happiness. So you can check out Earthrunners at earthrunners.com and you can use our discount code of TBSR10 to get 10% off. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Cold Feet Podcast and the coldest one yet. I am Sean Fit for Life, and today we have on the show. I watch. Waterproof? <laughs> uh, yeah. Stop shivering. Yeah. Take a deep breath into your stomach and breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out through your stomach, not through your chest. Like, not rapid breathing. Just kind of, I know I'm hypocritical in my warm sweatpants and sweatshirt. You good? Chilling? Fantastic. Okay. So let's introduce yourself to, to the viewers. My name is Ben Bleich. I am from Muncie, New York. And I made Aliyah one year ago to join the IDF. Congratulations. Thank you. 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 Thank
Can you uh, explain what Aliyah is? It's the process of moving to Israel from a different country, becoming a citizen. So a lot of teenagers around the age of you know, 18, 19 make Aliyah move to Israel in order to draft to the IDF. A concept called a lone soldier, which is something I did as well in 2013. Around eight years ago, before Corona started, you know, the world is divided right now into pre-Corona and after Corona, like BC, AC. So I did this process many years ago, and the army has changed rapidly. So I wanted to bring Ben out on the show today to speak about the process of drafting as an idea of soldier. The reason why I chose this topic is because something I do as a strength and conditioning and performance coach is I work a lot both with pre-military, current military, and former military. And I'm currently very involved with an organization called Seven Mikey, which is a pre-military program, and that's how I met Ben, and we had the privilege to both train him and work with him. And I'm very passionate about, you know, helping athletes both get physically strong and mentally strong. So, Ben, first off, you're from? Muncie, New York. Why in the world is an 18-year-old Muncie kid coming to Israel to serve in the Army? Like, what inspired that? Well, actually, I'm 21. I was 20 when I made Aliyah. Sorry about that. Nice. What inspired me to move to Israel was really uh, the first time I the first time I visited here. I saw like a real like shevet achim like a real like uh, like a real brotherhood. It's something I really wanted to be a part of. And then later trips that I took to Israel, um, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm cold, but I'm good. Later trips I took to Israel, um, you know, kind of solidified that for me. And then there's. I really joined here. The real reason why I moved to Israel was to join the IDF. That was the original reason. Now that I'm here, I'm kind of probably here to stay. But originally, I just moved here to draft, and then I was going to move back afterwards. Nice. And why are you choosing to join the IDF? Um, several reasons. The main one being um, never again. Um, there was not too long ago in our history, we were murdered like a bunch of sheep. And I want to be part of that never again. I want to, if I, if we're going to go down, I, I at least want to go down fighting. I hear that. It's also, I think, very useful in this day and age when I think both of us don't know what the future holds. Skills. If you know how to handle a weapon and you're street smart, you're probably going to survive the zombie apocalypse more than someone who's not. So Ben. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Those who lift, you know, a friend of mine, David, so he always says that those who lift are going to, are going to be harder to kill. Think about it. If you're stronger, you know, you'll survive longer. So, Ben, uh, you're drafting in how long? 27 days a month. And how are you doing the ice bath? Pretty cold, I gotta right? around a bit. So, 27 days less than a month. You spent at least a year in Israel. Correct. Uh, prepping both Hebrew, training rigorously, physically, mentally. What's your one takeaway for someone who, you know, doesn't know the Army yet, didn't draft yet, is going to draft in the long-term future? What's your tip for him? Uh, train hard. In what really way? Really hard. What kind of training? Seven Mikey is a really good idea, for example. A pre-military program, a combat fitness program that will take you running, uh, crawling, you'll be doing push-ups, all sorts of crazy stuff, things that, you know, when you hear about it, you're like, yeah, I could do that, and then you do it and you're just like, oh my God, I really, really shouldn't have done this, or no, I shouldn't have done this, but I was not ready for this, and uh, it's that. Just really, really prepare hard, and also, everything's in your head. So you have to train really hard mentally as well. Okay, so because we're on that subject of mentally, what does it mean training mentally? Um, so the I think this is training. Yeah, I guess this is a good example of training mentally. Um, but for me, it was Are you I, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry okay. for cutting you off. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, don't. Sorry, sorry to cut off the question, but 
Try not, try to avoid that like, oh, I'm cold, I'm cold. Just like relax, relax. and put your arms down and move around and pretend that it's like totally normal that you're sitting in. I have no idea what temperature this is. Really cold, okay? Yeah. Really cold. Um, but about mental training. So the first time I had this, I guess, I don't know what to really call it, but I went for a run with Sound Up Mikey and after a little bit, I was like, I'm done, I can't, I can't run anymore. And the Madrukhim or the counselors or instructors, instructors uh, they were like, no, you're not stopping, you can't stop, you can't stop. And once I told myself, you can't stop, I was shook by this. My body just carried me on, I kept on going. And that's really what the mental training is, that, that not stopping when you think it's time to stop, it's stopping when you literally drop. That prepares you mentally, I believe. Okay, and you know, me being a performance coach, my objective when working with Seven Mikey is making them not just mentally strong, but actually physically stronger and capable. You're a drafting soldier, you're about to experience the army. Which do you think is more important for uh, what we call a tactical athlete, a soldier? Physically strong, or mentally strong, or perhaps a combination of both? Uh, it would have to be a combination of both, I would say, because as mentally strong as you are, there are certain, there's still, I believe a soldier needs to be strong, able to carry weight, and uh, so it has to be a combination of both. And uh, I think by training, training hard, you get both. I agree with that. So here's what I have to say about it. Uh, I think there's actually a common mistake in most pre-military academies or, or military regimens that they focus too much on the mental and too little on the physical. A great example of that is taking your uh, pre-army soldiers or even athletes, just having them sprint back and forth, gassing them to exhaustion. That doesn't improve their conditioning or cardiovascular ability because it's only a one-off time. It's not consistently done and improved over time. Yes, the person who is the most mentally strong may come first, but the person who's the most physically strong will for sure come first. When it comes down to it, mental strength, the way I see it, is the ability to maximize how much physical strength that you have. If I'm super duper strong, which I like to think I am, if I'm just kidding. If I'm super duper strong, then I can push myself to my to, to my physical strength capa capacities. If I have that mental strength overcome, then I can push myself to my absolute capacity. But if I'm weak, if I'm not strong, and even if I'm mentally strong, I can only push myself up to my limited strength. So soldiers out there, I'm not saying don't train mentally. Definitely push yourself to your limits, but. Build a strong base of strength. That means squat heavy, do pull-ups, dips with weight, do weighted walks, do sprints, push yourself to your maximum capacity physically, ensure you're tracking and monitoring everything. Now, Ben, <clears throat> how are you doing? I'm really cold. So this is the cool part. Literally five minutes ago, I don't know if you could see on video, it was hailing. So I took all the hail and put it in the bag. Oh, here we go. Here's some good old hail, there's some leaves and hail. And they added more ice to it. So Ben's doing good, he's chilling and ice bathing. He's shivering actually. Is a perfect, <laughs> sorry for laughing, I guess I enjoy the torture a bit. Is a perfect example of mental fortitude because ice bathing off the bat, even for five seconds, is something uncomfortable, agreed? Yes. Just to step in initially is the mental barrier. And then you have to mentally endure. So I think ice bathing is a fantastic way to train yourself mentally. But the same way with physical prep, you can't just go and do a 60 minute ice bath or a really cold one without any prep. 
you have to build up to it. So the same concept of the ice bath, we're gonna help bank it out before he freezes to death. Same concept of ice bath is you have to build up to exactly like you do in the gym, in the field, in the turf, in army training, everything has to be built up. We're gonna call it a day. Do you have any last messages for the uh, lovely camera? Uh, train hard and kick ass. Train hard and kick ass, I like that motor. We're gonna have to edit out that part, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can hop on out now. Yeah. Take some deep breaths in, and we're gonna put in. How long have been in for? Uh, we'll check on camera. Good. You want to hang out a little more? Um, a little uh, hokey pokey. By the way, you guys don't believe me, but like, this is like, this is like the real deal. Oof. Okay. Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm the Barefoot Athlete, and I want to welcome you on this six-week Barefoot Transition course. Two and a half years ago, we started developing this course, and we wanted it to be 12 months long. Why 12 months? Because we felt that if you just spent dozens of years in cushioned shoes, you can't transition that quickly. Realizing that 12 months is not sustainable, we shortened it to six weeks. And in these six weeks, you're gonna dive into foot, knee, ankle, hip, shoulder mobility. You're gonna dive into calf, ankle, knee, hip strengthening. You're gonna learn how to take care of your feet, how to release them with tons of soft tissue work. After the first phase is over, after the three weeks are done, your pain is gone, your knees, your hips, your feet are feeling great, ready to rumble, move on to the advanced stage. We learn how to land, we learn how to jump, we learn how to produce force and absorb force. Every single week is action packed with play, fun, challenges to challenge yourself, your friends, your loved ones, your community. Tons of strengthening, tons of footwork, and we can guarantee you that in six weeks time, you will be much, much closer to being able to fully love life and live life in minimalist footwear. And the best part of it all, you're not limited to six weeks. So if you wanna go back and repeat a phase, you're more than welcome to. So let's go, come along, and enjoy the course.